This is the Immigration Conversation presented by Fragman, a series of talks and discussions by leading immigration lawyers and professionals from around the world. We'll bring you the most up-to-date business immigration news, issues of concern, and strategies in the world of global immigration and mobility. Welcome to the Immigration Conversation podcast. My name is Barbara Camacho, and I'm the director of Pro Bono here at Fragman. Today's episode will be a profile of our people, where we turn the focus internally and share stories of our most valuable resources, our people. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by two of our colleagues, Lucia and Gabriela. Hi, everyone. I'm Lucia, and I'm the Fragman Fellow at the City Bar Justice Center, which is the pro bono arm of the City Bar. Good morning, everyone. I'm her identical twin sister, and I'm an associate attorney at Fragman in the New York office. Can you share a little bit about your background? Gabriela, let's start with you. Sure. Um, We were actually uh, born and raised in Guatemala. Our mother moved to the United States when we were just five years old. And she was undocumented for many years, um, but she worked very hard to provide for us from afar. Yeah, I mean, um, our life in Guatemala was tough. Uh, We experienced what many immigrant families go through, which is being separated from their loved ones for several years and just the uncertainty of not knowing when you'll ever see them again. Um, I mean, not having my mom with us growing up was definitely hard, but at the same time, we became super independent and mostly we just leaned with each other for love and support. I remember as children, my mom would call us as often as she could and we would always end the call with the same question for her. When will our papers be ready? And we were referring to our documents to be able to move to the United States. Uh, So basically for over eight years, we just held on to the hope that one day we would finally be reunited with our mother. It was very frustrating wondering why is this process taking so long? And now as immigration attorneys, we are able to relate to many of our clients and just try, we just try our best to share in that time. Um, And as Gabriela mentioned, my mom was undocumented for some years in the United States, just working very hard for for us, basically just to provide for us in Guatemala. Um, When my mom arrived in the United States, she didn't speak any English, uh, didn't know what rights were or what immigration remedies she could seek. But later on, as she made some connections, learned some English, she was able to seek lawful status and then bring us here. And now as immigration attorneys and advocates, Gabriela and I fiercely fight for our clients because we see our family, we see ourselves, our mother in those clients. For us, our job is very personal. When did you finally make the journey into the U.S.? What what was that like for you both? When we were 14, we finally got our permanent residency and we both took a flight alone from Guatemala to New York City. Well, that was that was pretty scary. Um, arriving in New York City was a big culture shock for both of us. We come from a very small town in Guatemala. You don't really have fast food restaurants, no internet, no movie theaters. So coming from, from such a small town to New York City was a pretty big adjustment. We also didn't speak any English. We didn't have any friends or family here, uh, but, but we were determined to succeed. We, we have always believed that where you come from doesn't have to dictate well, where, where you will go in the future. Um, right, Lucia? Yes, uh, we worked pretty hard during school breaks. We also took uh, odd jobs like taking care of kids to help our mother pay the bills. We were both very good students and knew that we wanted to go to college, but the cost of education was a significant barrier for us. 
Yeah, you both have admirable drive and dedication. You went to college, but then you chose law school. What led you to law school and a career in immigration law? You know, it's really interesting because my sister and I have always tried so hard to differentiate from each other, to be our own person. But at the end, our experience as immigrants had such an immense impact on us that we both eventually became immigration attorneys. Right, um, right, Lucia. Actually, Syracuse was both of our dream school, but we were trying really hard to, to be in a different school. Uh, but we both ended up applying to Syracuse. Be you know, funny story. We actually used to have the same first name. It's pretty common in Guatemala to name twins with the same first name and then just change the middle name. So we were both Anna and then our middle name and then our last name. And because we're identical twins, we have the same date of birth and we also had the same address because we were living together. So when we applied to Syracuse, we only received one acceptance letter at home and it was addressed to Anna, our first name, and then our last name. Um, so, you know, we fought over that letter, but then we ended up calling Syracuse and they realized that they had merged both applications because they thought it was one person. Uh, but on the phone, they were like, you know, you're both accepted. Um, so we were able to both go to Syracuse. Um, and, it, you know, it was, again, it was very challenging navigating being in such a big university. Um, but despite all the challenges, we didn't give up. I think for us, the desire to help other families reunite and pursue better opportunities like the ones we had ourselves was and it continues to be our, our biggest drive and motivation to succeed. Being immigrants, we both knew from first-hand experiences what it's like to struggle, but we also know what it's like to create a new life for yourself. Right, Lucia? Yes, going back to um, both of us attending college together, you know, even though we were never roommates, we never had friends in common, uh, we both, you know, would end up volunteering together. I remember on Saturday mornings, we would go to uh, a local school and mentor uh, refugees from Somalia. We would uh, do their uh, homework with them, would uh, you know, kind of like teach them a little bit of English. Do, uh, you know, uh, it was really a rewarding experience. Um, and after college, we both went to law school. I stayed in Syracuse and I graduated from Syracuse University College of Law. And Gabriela um, graduated from Cardoso Law School. Amazing. And, and you chose a career at Fragman, Gabriela. That's right. I've actually been working for Fragman for seven years right now, um, helping businesses navigate the complex immigration process to bring talent and expertise to the United States. And actually, since coming to the United States, my dream was always to be an immigration attorney, but I wanted to be an immigration attorney in the public service field. I wanted to, to work with underserved communities. But during law school, I had the opportunity to work for, for both aspects of immigration. I interned for NILAC, um, which is, you know, providing immigration services to communities who cannot afford it. But I also had the opportunity during my second year of law school to work for Fragomen, and I just fell in love with the firm and the work. I love the opportunities that the firm provides, like the international conferences where you get to meet new attorneys from all over the world. We have offices in every continent. To this day, I get to work with my colleagues in Europe, Latin America, and Asia, and that is pretty special. You know, we're like a big international family. Um, I also get to work with diverse clients and not only 
people from all over the world, but also within different industries. And a sampling of the industries where I have assisted companies in corporate immigration matters include financial services, banking, advertising, technology, manufacturing, and art. But currently, I specialize my practice with IT corporations. Um, but to be honest, Barbara, I, I did struggle a little bit with my choice just internally. You know, I felt like part of me felt like I was betraying my dreams of serving low-income communities. But I think Fragomen is just the perfect match for me because they also have a very robust pro bono department and they offer many opportunities to be engaged in the community, to give back, to provide um, immigration assistance to people who cannot afford it. So that was a great compromise for myself. That's, that's fantastic to hear. What about you, Lucia? I actually went uh, on the humanitarian um, public service path. Right after law school, I pursued a humanitarian immigration law career. I have worked with different nonprofits representing immigrants from all over the world. Um, however, two years ago, Gabriela sent me a post uh, that was advertised in the Fragment Fellowship. And I remember telling her, mm, I don't know, I don't think a firm is a good fit for me. Uh, but she encouraged me to read it, to read the post and to apply. And, you know, two years later, my fellowship is coming almost to an end. And as the current parliament fellow, my role is substantially different and equally professionally rewarding. I work closely with the City Park Justice Center to promote immigration policies that support the needs of vulnerable communities. I mentor attorneys and I take on pro bono cases of domestic violence survivors and asylum seekers who cannot afford to hire an attorney. Um, our practice changes as the needs change in our community. For example, we're seeing a wave of U visa cases uh, approved. With that comes the derivatives applications also being approved. Since the applications have been pending for such a long time, those derivatives who were infants or children when their parents filed for the U visa are now adults and have children of their own. So we're filing humanitarian parole applications to allow those children of U visa derivatives to travel to the United States with their parents. I mean, the Fraumann Fellowship has been just an incredible professional opportunity for me. Um, I have been able to sharpen up my presentation skills. When I started, I had never taught a CLE before. And now two years later, um, as a fellow, I have taught over 23 CLEs, which I think it's a very, uh, you know, impressive number. Yeah, I made sure. connections to the community. I led several clinics. Um, and just overall, I have grown so much as an attorney. I am thankful to my sister that she sent me that post two years ago. I think I should listen to her more often. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think your experiences inform how you approach the work in the field? Definitely. Being an immigrant myself and seeking a new life in this country has helped me understand from personal experience what it's like to navigate the process. And this also has teached me a lot of patience and compassion for my clients, you know, especially when they send me an email at two in the morning panicking or when they call me during the weekend. Um, I know what it's like to be in their shoes. I know what it's like to be in that situation. So I'm able to walk them through the process with patience and an understanding. Yeah, I agree with, uh, with Gabriela. Um, definitely, you know, we know the frustrations uh, firsthand of long waiting times and the long, longing for being near your loved ones that immigrants navigating our, our immigration system experience. Um, it gives us the empathy and enthusiasm for getting a positive result. And also, you know, we have become great advocates for our clients. Uh, we don't give up. 
that's uh, one of the things that uh, set us apart from other people is that we are very resilient and we are great advocates for our clients. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Sure. Um, well, I would like to say that our story is a testament to the resilience of immigrants and the importance of education. Our mother's sacrifice and hard work paved the way for our success, and we continue to pay it forward by helping others navigate the immigration system. Thank you, Gabriela and Lucia. We appreciate you letting us into your lives and sharing your stories with us. Join us next time for another exciting episode. The Immigration Conversation Podcast is presented by Fragment, the leading firm dedicated exclusively to immigration services worldwide. This episode is current as of the date of recording. With frequent changes in global immigration, be sure to keep up to date by visiting our website at www.fragman.com and subscribing to the Immigration Conversation on your favorite podcast service to hear the latest episode. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not constitute legal advice or give rise to an attorney-client relationship between any listener and our firm. If you have any questions, please contact the Global Immigration Professional with whom you work at Fragamin.